Good morning. It is Friday, July the 7th, in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm J.D. Walt, and this is your wake-up call. Beginning today with our prayer of consecration. And we've been focusing on this this week in our entries, haven't we? This is not just emotion that we're going through, guys. This is the movement that we're entering into. Wake up, sleeper, and rise from the dead. And Christ will shine on you. Jesus, I belong to you. I lift up my heart to you. I set my mind on you. I fix my eyes on you. I offer my body as a holy and living sacrifice to you. Jesus, we belong to you. And we're praying in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our entry today is entitled, On Keeping the Cart Behind the Horse. Our text is Romans 12, verses 17 to 21. Hear now the word of the Lord. Do not repay anyone evil. For evil. Be careful to do what is right in the eyes of everyone. If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Do not take revenge, my dear friends, but leave room for God's wrath, for it is written, It is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. The Word of the Lord. Now consider this. I know. I know. I have done an injustice to Romans 12, the Jesus Manifesto. Or maybe not. Even though we have not made it past the second verse, there is a massive message bursting through the approach we have taken. Here's the message. The success of verses 3 through 21 depend entirely on the secret of verses 1 and 2. Here's what I would like to say about verses 3 through 21. There are 39 commands. Count them, 39. 39 commands in these 19 verses of Scripture. 
There must be more command density in this text than even in the Old Testament law. Note, though, this is not so much of a thou shalt not set of commands as it is a you must do set of marching orders. Let me repeat, you and I have no hope of obeying these 39 commands across these 19 verses unless we grasp verses 1 and 2. More plainly, verses 3 through 21 is the cart. Verses 1 and 2 are the horse. I will repeat those first two verses yet again for emphasis. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. The great problem of modern Christianity is we want to skip straight to the wrong question. What are we supposed to do? And right over the most crucial matter, who are we intended to become? In other words, we want to put the cart before the horse. The text could not be any more clear. It is, quote, being transformed, which leads to the ability to test and approve and ultimately do the will of God. The first verse reveals the path of consecration. The second verse reveals the way of transformation. The bottom line of verses 3 through 21 comes in the two little Greek words in verse 9. Anupokritos agape. Anupokritos agape. Translation. Real love. Real, as in not fake or feigned. Love, as in the love of Jesus. Everything else in the chapter, the letter, the New Testament, the whole Bible, is a commentary on these two words, real love. Once we live into verses 1 and 2, Verses 3 through 21 flows out like an unstoppable river. And yes, everywhere the river flows, it brings life to dead places. Real love. You see, the issue for people like us is not so much no love as it is fake love. Fake love is another way of saying self-interested or self-serving love, which is not really love at all, but manipulation. 
The concept here comes from the theater and points to actors playing parts rather than real human beings being their true selves. Real love. This is who we are becoming in Jesus Christ. And this is how we are becoming it. Through Jesus Christ in us. Real love is the most simple and satisfying reality in life. It is the most comprehensively creative force in the universe. It is not hard, but it is demanding, as it requires significant unlearning and letting go of former ways of being, i.e., the patterns of this world. In the end, it will be all that matters, which means it's all that really matters right now. It's why we keep saying, wake up, sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. The Prayer Abba Father, real love, that is who you are. This is who Jesus is. This is who the Holy Spirit is. Not soft and fuzzy and sentimental love, but real, hardcore love. Your love goes beyond feeling. It transcends emotion. It is unconditional and unwavering. Even for our enemies, even in the face of hatred, it is impossible for us yet already realized in Jesus. Come, Holy Spirit, and realize this real love in us through Jesus in us. Keep us at the altar of consecration that we might walk the path of transformation, that we might live the life of real love for the glory of it all. Praying in Jesus' name. Amen. The question, are you grasping how verses 1 and 2 are the key to verses 3 through 21? Are you seeing how real love, verses 3 through 21, is not possible for us to exercise until we know we are really loved? As in life in the view of God's mercy? The hymn. Today we will sing a medley of choruses and the Spirit will lead us. I think you'll know them by heart already or you'll quickly learn. We're going to sing that one you know called This is the Day the Lord has Made. We'll add to that I Love You, Lord, and then praise the name of Jesus. Seems like it's good for a Friday to do this. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made, that the Lord has made. We will rejoice, we will rejoice and be glad in it, and be glad in it. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. 
This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made. And I love you, Lord, and I lift my voice to worship you, O my soul, rejoice, take joy, my King. In what you hear, may it be a sweet, sweet sound in your ear. And praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. He's my rock. He's my fortress. He's my deliverer. In him will I trust. Praise the name of Jesus. One more. He is Lord. He is Lord. He is risen from the dead. And he is Lord. Every knee shall bow, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen. We could have kept right on going there, but you know what? We got to hit the fields today. We've got to get to sowing for a great awakening. This is the day that we got to get seed in the ground. So become mindful, attuned, and aware of who's right around you in your home children, your parents, your grandparents. Think about your neighbors on the left and the right and across the street. It's not too late to meet your neighbors, never too late. And always be watching for new people moving in. Think about the people you're going to see as you drive along the roads today. Maybe just raise your hand and wave at them. You know, I wave at everybody I pass these days. It's a way of saying, I see you and you matter. Think about the people you'll see where you work today or the people around town at the grocery store, the clerks that work the checkout, the the people at the post office. Listen. Everybody needs to experience the love of God in Jesus Christ today, and many of them can experience it through you. 
and some of them may be only through you. This is why we consecrate ourselves, right? It's not so that we can try harder to be better, to do more. No, it's so that Jesus can have our whole embodied life so that as we're trying to follow him, he's actually following us into our day. And then he's going to, by his spirit, prompt us, move us, cause us to look this way or that way, to see this person or that person, to to take a risk of love, to move toward them, to do something simple or maybe something profound. Anyway, that's our task today, sowing. That's sowing for awakening. And um, it's time to get to it. So I'll be looking for you out there. I'll see you on the field for the awakening. I'm J.D. Walt. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend, leave us a rating, and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.